like I miss the show, like Wyoming. Go get set up in like in the mountains somewhere, man. <laughs> cook up a storm. Man, that's exactly what it feels like. Bring that, bring that shit to civilization. Man. Check, 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 check. G, your levels are awesome. Check. Hey. No, I'm getting mine. That nigga said, is, yo, is Napa like your Wyoming? And then you're watching Ray J's Unsung. <laughs> you want some other shit right now, bro. The combo is best, man. <laughs> I, like, I like our levels. I can't even front. Um, this will be, man, I wanted to tell y'all together, but this will be our last weekend of the bullshit. Um, we got our first sponsor, but for a whole... Uh, actual professional podcast setup, man. So it's like a like a what? yeah, like a fifteen hundred dollars stipend to get the the radio quality mics, headphones, the stands, and so it's like so like the shit that we all pitched in for was like yeah. it looked cool, but functionally, it wasn't better. You know, mm-hmm. um, the radio quality mics are like like four to five hundred a piece, and I was able to get a minor discount to get everything mm-hmm. that we need. So that was. That was fucking awesome. So shout out to uh, for yeah, uh, more from Morg, man, from from Morg, and on behalf of Northwest Pizza. So shout out to Morg. Um, definitely shout out, yeah. shout out, Morg. Appreciate you. Yeah, man, that's that's gonna be special. And he and dog, he listens to every episode, but he's like he's like a week behind, so uh-huh. he's dissecting two weeks ago. So he'll text <laughs> with all these ideas and all these thoughts and like wanting to engage in the conversation. And so our Wayne conversation. This nigga sent me like a three-page long text message of like all the points that we should have hit, and I was like, "Bro, you two weeks too late." Okay, <laughs> <laughs> we can't still talk about Wayne, man. As much as niggas want to. Man. Okay. <laughs> no, that that shit made me What's hella happy that that people are that engaged. I got in, I got into a really big, I got into three really big text uh, disputes with like three people that I'm that I that I love dearly that were just like you're wrong you're you're wrong you got that I'm wrong out. uh me calling Joe bitter oh, um gotcha. me not wanting to give uh 45 and his uh and his his puppet any shine so I'm just like I just choose to ignore it um <laughs> and they're like they're like yo why you ain't talking about it? I was like I just don't care to cover it I just don't like I don't, I don't, my stock isn't in celebrities, so I'm not let down by celebrities. You feel me? Right, um, right. So I, I don't know. I just, I, and maybe I'm, maybe that's wrong of me, G, but I feel like if people are, it's like a, um, like a, like a, uh, like in a relationship, right? Mm. If instead of using your words to tell me about something you didn't, you you didn't you you didn't really appreciate or like uh how I went about doing something mm-hmm. uh i'm I'm a rational being. you can come tell me, hey, Monty, I didn't like how you did such and such in the moment like immediately when it happens, mm-hmm. but what happens is that a lot of people because there's they're they don't really like confrontation, I won't use scared because that's not fair because they don't mm-hmm. like confrontation, they won't tell you they'll store it away. And then let it accumulate with a bunch of other yeah, shit that they don't like. Yeah, and then it's this big old small. <laughs> yeah. Then it's this big ass conversation that comes out of nowhere, and then you're caught off guard. So your reaction is like one of just straight defense because you don't know where this shit from six months ago was coming from. Right. right. So hey, tell me that I that I offended you. I said something wrong in real time. I'll apologize because. I care about obviously I care about you if I'm spending that much time with you. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll apologize for that. I'll correct the behavior and it'll never happen again and then we on to the next so that each incident is isolated instead of it being grouped. You feel me? Right. Um right. And so in the context of that in the converse in a in a relationship or any or any engagement when people are when people want your attention They'll do all. They'll go through hell and high water to make sure that you're fixated on them, even if it's in a negative connotation. Just hey, I mm-hmm. want I want to be on your mind. I want you to look at me. I want you to be engaged with me. But maybe your behavior don't warrant my attention right now. How about that? Yeah. Maybe get yeah. your act together. Like everybody doesn't. We don't. I don't owe 
No, we don't owe anyone our attention, especially if it ain't no shit that we aren't in the line with. So exactly. with that in mind, man, I'm I'm just doing it moving because, you know, hero or not fan of your music or not. My nigga, if you on a type of time that I don't subscribe to, fam, I'm not I'm just not giving it no attention at all. That's fair. You know, that's, and and in the and in the celebrity aspect of it, fam, I got like family members and friends and people within reach that I consider actual heroes that are tangible to me. So my stock and and my hope and my inspiration isn't tied into some to some celebrity, dog. Like it's just not. You know, and where I, where I feel like people got to start being honest that is that you can only hate or despise something that you don't that you that you love, you right? Without without love, the concept of hate is just null and void, you know. Um mm. and so a lot of people's feelings are hurt and and that's okay but to displace it and mask it as anything else is just unfair to the overall position people are taking and it and it dilutes the argument and the stance because you're not admitting immediately that you're that you're hurt on the front of it you know so what so what do you think people are masking it as they're masking it as this this group mentality um to gang up and to be in on the conversation of the trending topic so S- SNL's cold open is the incident from this week, but everybody was posting about it in real time. And so what happens is that even that attention right there, even though you spoofing it and you joking on it and you bagging on it and you clowning it, it's still attention seeking. So mm-hmm. the, the chick that just wants to argue with you to know that she you love her is the same fucking concept. It's like, yo, mm-hmm. let's drive the views and the engagement up. Um the the interactiveness let's let's trend even if we're trending for the worst fucking things in the world let's still be at the tip of people's tongues and at the center of everyone's conversation and that's how my brain processes so i'm like yo i'm turning this shit all the way off and not gonna engage about it and even in saying that we're engaging about it and we've opened our entire show with (laughs) 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 and so it's a it's a genius and so the the cerebral version of me can't help but appreciate the tactic of making everybody talk about it, whether you want to or not, whether it's like, oh, fuck all that shit. Yo, the idea that you feel some type of way is all them niggas is after. So they say so they win every time out because they just they just seeking attention and visibility and fame and notoriety and to keep the, and to stay in front of everybody's faces and stay on the tip of our tongues, no matter what it's for. Fox News and CNN and all them came up with that tactic of new news where no matter what it is, we want to be in your face no around the clock, you know? Right. Um, with with negativity with being neg- the With negativity being the driving factor because no matter what y'all say, everyone wants to be entertained. So with that in mind, this is how we're going to approach it. Um, right. And shit, oh, <laughs> we did hella shit. This is Meet the Brave, y'all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this, is one of those, this is one of those good ass movies where they don't give you the title. Don't give you the hey, to, nigga. The movie like, over. You, you, don't, you don't know when. You don't know when that title about to pop up. <laughs> Man, this is this is Meet the Brave episode. I feel like this is episode thirty one, thirty two, uh, maybe thirty three. Uh, we'll figure it out. But either way, are we are we gonna be the group that never knows what our episode no, number is? No, we're going to learn our number. That's my bad because we weren't even doing numbers, and then we were. We I was just right. I was just driven to do it just now, and I was like, oh, but I don't even really know the number. But I'm I, I wanted to say it because I'm proud of uh, our consistent output. You know, with the we got we got a ways to go, but I think if we think about it like that, you'll you'll drive yourself crazy. So thinking about it as yo yo, we setting we're setting markers, and we're glad to be here. Um, I'm your host, Monty Draper, with my amazing co-host, No IG LG L. What's up? What's happening, man? We had a we had a mishap with Poe. He's gonna cuss me out because it it's it's kind of my fault. But we made plans. What, what happened, man? I, I swear we set so, the time. Yo, so what we happened? we set the time, and then because he's always complaining about me setting the time and then not being. I'm, like exactly at the time that we set. If I'm one minute late, two minutes late, this nigga just loses it. Well, y'all late. So <laughs> I was calling him to let him know that I was looking for a particular cable. Um, uh, guys, I am I am I'm away at a writers retreat with 
three incredible artists that I'm honored to be working with. Uh, Salvatore Fulmore, creative director, writer, producer, editor, uh, screenwriter. He's an incredible artist. Um, noble musician, producer, over, overall just incredible uh, artist. And then the lovely Kate Lamont and a lot of you guys that listen to the music have heard me collaborate with her. We are away at a writing retreat at... Uh, at Noble's parents' lovely estate, working on a project, and it's it's, been, it's amazing. This is day number two. Um, we got a lot of stuff done, and but because we love our show so much, we had to make it happen. So just like Amsterdam and all the other times we were we were doing it remotely, we had to set a time and and, and agree to set time. Poe agreed to set time. And I called him first to warn him, like, hey, I'm going to be a little bit late. I'm looking for a particular cable, and I got to get set up. But he answered the phone with it lit in the background, G. I hear, <laughs> I hear orders. I hear people. And it's like, nigga, where are you? Are you outside? He's like, yeah, man, I'm, but I'm a, I was going to go outside at 830. No, you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> that was the point. You, you had no intentions of leaving the set, bro. Like, don't, don't, don't you dare. But uh, uh, Nah, the video we just had just now, he would, no. Yeah, was, he would, no, yeah. There was no way he was about to step out. But I wish, I wish Poe could see all the feedback and i need to start saving it and screenshotting and putting giving you guys everything but it literally it is so much feedback that wouldn't be able to keep up but he's become everyone's favorite character because of you know when he shows up he hasn't he he don't care about none of the topics none of that so it's like (laughs) um hold on one second g yeah yep noble can you have them close the door Um, and he, and everybody just, everybody just loves it. You know, he's like, yeah, man, I don't know. But then when he does say something, it's like, so like, so different from our approach and our perspective. It's like, it's hella unique. <laughs> and so Poe's. Yeah, we, we, we said starting out that Poe was going to be the secret weapon. The, man. We, easily. We, we, need, we need Poe for what we, what we, what we're trying to get done. Easily the secret weapon. But man, what's, what's up with you? Cause how was, how was your week? Uh, we haven't we haven't tapped in as much. Uh, we talk we talk, but it's like we'll drop shit in the group chat and then we'll just riff on it, you know. So what what's been up with you? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's how we do. Nah, but uh, I mean this this week has been a little challenging. I've been trying to get some health stuff together, so yeah, uh, just been trying to figure it out. I'm gonna go to the doctor, or whatever, on uh, tomorrow. I'll see what's good. You you you're gonna be okay? So you're gonna be okay, huh? Huh? You're gonna be okay? Like something. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm gonna be all right. I have something. It's it's an issue with my chest. I've been dealing with it for like two weeks now, so I'm trying to figure out what exactly it could possibly be. But I looked up some stuff online. I think I might have a grasp on it. Got so you. Got you. I have to deal with all that. But that's Got what you. I've been I've been dealing with on, on my end. I've been trying to rest and figure this out. So got you. Got you. Got it's a, little, you. a little challenging, but I'm good. Well, well, I mean, this is a this is a good conversation to have. We're 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 um, <clears throat> we're both. We would both be considered millennials, and in a in that in that phase where where healthcare and all that shit should be important. But it's a it's a conversation I'm I'm new to, you know. And I, I think part of me was it embarrassed to admit that amongst my peers, but it's it's my truth. And and so the Obamacare covered California, all that shit, um, because because I I I I don't have an employer that offers uh, medical and and all that shit. I have to be on top of that shit like no other. Um, mm-hmm. You, you, ha- you, you are holding down a position, and, and, and I'm, I'm assuming that the job comes with benefits. Is there, are the loopholes, are the loopholes ever discouraging on any level where it's just you're just trying to get basic, basic coverage or just looked or looked at, and because of how fucked up uh, healthcare is. There's these unnecessary holes, even with having um, health benefits. Uh, not necessarily. I think okay. uh, it, it kind of depends on which company it is and what they end up uh, subscribing to. Gotcha. Uh, because there is terrible healthcare out there. Yeah. Uh, it just depends on which one they actually have as your packages at the company you're at. Yeah. I've been lucky. I've been lucky in the two companies that I've dealt with where it's it's been pretty solid, and this one. I haven't actually had to go to anything for this company yet, so yeah. I don't really know just yet. But the last one, I was pretty lucky on that for some of the issues. Like, you know, for my last two years, I had plenty of different situations yeah. that I uh, for sure needed uh, to go in for. And 
uh, I was lucky enough to actually uh, receive proper um, care when I did go in. Gotcha. That, you know, helped me out after the fact. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I can't really speak on the on the other part. Gotcha. from my experience no that's I, I just i've been thinking about that lately and then uh so many so many health scares and people have like seeing people have to um establish trust and and get health insurance and and get um it's it's just it's just a lot and it in it and it it was it was discouraging and 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 ultimately really really sad when um it was just another reminder of what you need your of what you need your income to be in respect to the cost of living especially in california um right uh, just right, just, right. A, just another reminder man but it, we we <laughs> we start we all are all over the place uh <laughs> <laughs> I, I love i love i love that part of it man any um well we didn't really have a docket drop this time we didn't so we didn't this, we didn't this is that I, you know and that's leave it up to me. I'll be talking about Ray J's and Sun, man. <laughs> but wait, why did I call? Why did I call you? And you were like, "Yo, wait, 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 wait. I'm I'm finishing Ray J Unsung. Don't ever answer the phone and be watching a Ray J Unsung. And I and I don't want to get it fucked up. Like Ray J ain't ain't an American hero because he is. Don't ever get that fucked up. But the fact that you watching Unsung Ray J on Sunday is wild, bro. I I just happened to change the TV after watching that raw ass. Uh, uh, Sunday night game. And oh man, what was the final? Bro, forty three forty. That shit was lit. Who won? Uh, Patriots. Wow, the Chiefs are no longer uh, undefeated, eh? Yeah, no, nah, but it was a good ass game. They was going back and forth. It was, it was pretty dope. It's not a lot in um, it's not in lot a lot in pop culture that I want to talk about. There are a few things that we discussed in the group chat that I thought would just be would be dope to bring here. So we won't keep people long, but you know our perspectives on a few things i thought were i just thought were interesting um mm-hmm. and uh the episode of the shop uh with drake elena deladon um uh uh mav mav is always maverick and lebron so maverick and lebron maverick carter and lebron james have uh, produced and created a tv show called the shop that that airs on hbo and the premise is the conversation around the barbershop and because we're here away in Napa at a retreat and we're, and we're staying with a lovely um, Italian family, uh, some of the rules of the barbershop, uh, Sal and I were talking about and just having a really, it was just dope to offer them that perspective because they were genuinely, uh, they were genuinely interested, like, why is that a rule? And so the the first the first chair in the barbershop rules, like, nah, you don't go see fam in the first barber, in the first chair at the shop. And then we had, and so we had to explain that to them. So, for people that don't understand why a concept show like that can work so well, it's because there's a large part of uh, at least this country that doesn't have access to that particular culture, and that is specifically a Black American culture where the conversation is so unfiltered and and can go all over the place and you can learn a lot you can be offended you can be excited <laughs> you can you can all these different things can happen to you at in in the midst of a barbershop conversation you can get insulted you can get your ass roasted you can get insulted um you can get in a fight you can pray you can watch the <laughs> game and in the midst of this you just came to get a haircut by the way and right. then and then there is the guy that is there that is never gets a haircut but is there every day you know so the shot. The reason that that show works so well is because it highlights all of that. Um, bro, I, have, I have to admit, bro, I am the weirdo that doesn't know how barbershops work. Well, no, you, you're not a weirdo because your mom is Miss Do It All, so you you've never had to worry about a haircut. Even when you got your hair long, mom's could braid it for you. She could she could twist it for you. I so, know, but, so, but you gotta you gotta understand the feeling though. Like I, the only time I really knew what I was doing was when I used to when I used to go to the uh, barbershop in Spokane with Pargo. Oh wow, uh, my my roommate in college because shout out to Chicago and that, shout out to P. Yeah, 
Shout out to Pete, man. <laughs> but uh, he used to really like he used to break down like the barbershop the barbershop stuff. So when I had like the mohawk going, he was the one that like actually even showed me what the hell I was doing in in the barbershop. Like how to even Gee, like communicate in that thing. That's nuts. You never had to have the conversation with the barber about how specifically you wanted your bro, hair. Bro, I didn't know what what they were talking about, bro. bro. Like there was I didn't I didn't know that there were so many different haircuts. Man, like, I was just I like, need, bro, like I, I literally just sat in the chair. Mom just hooked it up. I like, need the shadow was, fade with the tape. Right at the bottom, man. Make it all even. Cut no. it to the, cut it to the waves. All the shit, like oh bro, that, man. That shit, that shit was like ordering at Starbucks. That's like, su- that's I, such I a have no, <laughs> no clue, shit, my nigga. Ordering at Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> I was nah, looking at like, bro, nah, I was looking at, bro, like look, look at my look at my head, bro. Does it look like? I nah, fam. I wanted I wanted bald at the bottom and then blend my beard, bro. Like nah, 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 nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah, it it, it it is it is an interesting, and then it's like trust, right? Nick, the fact exactly. That, the fact that we get in Ubers and all this stuff is nuts, but the like the it's the amount of trust you got to trust somebody with your head and your haircut because this is, man, you feel like you feel like a brand new man with a haircut. I uh, imagine mm. I imagine women feel the same when they get you know get get pressed, get curled, all the shit. Everybody has that you know you got a whole different pep in your step, and nothing gives you that feeling. What what's better, new hair uh, haircut or new new shoes, G? Uh, is it a tie for me? I I can care less about the haircut. See, that's a that's a that's an interesting it's an interesting perspective because you like yeah the haircut man I'll I'll figure it out like <laughs> but that, that's essentially you saying like yo I'm gonna be good regardless the haircut is just like a bonus <laughs> but the kicks <laughs> that's bro, essentially always, what you just I've said don't ever don't ever stun on me like that don't ever stun on me like that I didn't appreciate that I didn't appreciate that nah man like I get like folks be like be very in tune with like getting haircuts like that and I get it like as, as I enter more like situations like see like people are so serious about this haircut thing and how it comes across to other people, I get that part, but like you know, I never really, I never thought about that. Bro. You know like, why? I'm you know why? You know why it's not the same for you though. I'm a, I just, What's I up? just thought about this because you were ahead of the wave in that in that wave of growing your hair out and getting the braids and shit, right? So, mm-hmm. and everybody that's had braids and, and or, or dreads or whatever knows about the awkward phase. So right, 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 right. you gotta you gotta you gotta be hella creative in the awkward phases to keep your cool Super. intact. You gotta be Issa Rae in the awkward phase. Exactly. You got you nigga Issa Rae in the awkward phase. <laughs> Issa Rae Rae got a thousand different. <laughs> but you but you gotta you gotta be versatile. You gotta be able to switch it up in the awkward phase and still get your shit off and be cool until you long right. enough to get braided. You feel me? Right. And when you when you when you make it through that when you survive that my nigga you not ever worried about a haircut again because you know how to still look fresh. In the aqua phase, and yeah. I feel like I feel like that translates to life. <laughs> but gee, wait, yeah, that's, that's your wait. Broke your life. gee, wait, guess who never figured out how to be cool in the aqua phase? Your boy, up, your boy, and I'm, <laughs> and I'm feeling it in life Roddy, right now. Roddy, what's going on? Dog, I never, I never mastered the looking cool in the aqua phase, and I'm paying for that uh. shit right now, bro. That's, that's fucking man. hilarious. Oh man, what, can we can we actually have a topic? Like we haven't talked about shit. Yet. Yeah, no, no, no. We we getting into the brown. Wait, we got, we got lost wait. How 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 long? You want to know how long we're in and we haven't talked about shit? What's up, man? Yeah, we're we're almost thirty minutes in. G, we haven't said shit. <laughs> hey, to all our listeners, man, this is what happens when you don't shoot out a docket before. This is this is exactly why you like give... when you when you freestyle a topic, man. We we will go off the Richter, but, off of a lot of different topics, man. So. I, every everyone's covering the 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 Drake uh, the Drake conversation on the shop, right? Mm-hmm. Did you did you watch it? I did, I did. I, I watched it. I watched it actually when it came. I watched it um, on HBO when it came. So out. you watched it in real time. So the the real time. Yeah, I thought I watched Bill Maher afterwards. So yeah, ex- exactly. I'm the same. Like that's my rotation, right? I don't. I I haven't missed Bill Maher in, in years. And so yeah, now them adding, and I feel like that was intentional on Mav and Brian's part, like getting that slot because it's such an important slot. Because yeah, no, you definitely yeah. get a lot of other viewership too. Yeah, and we should probably talk about the Bill the Bill Maher episode too because that shit was intense, bro. Um, yeah. Bro, black dude on on a Bill Maher show this time around, this man was far and far far and beyond above everybody else. Oh on that on that panel. Yeah, it's when it came a, down to just breaking down the the scope the scope out here in America. Yeah. Um, 
so, so G, we'll get to the Drake shit, right? But there was yeah. a lot of other shit that was said in that in that in that particular episode. Did anything stand out to you? I'll let you go first. I've been rambling. On uh, other other the, than the, the Drake, shop? yeah, other, yeah, the, on the shop. Other than the Drake shit, because we'll get to that. Uh, well, the only thing that really came up was really they were talking about before that. They were talking about a lot of the uh, like trying to balance being a being a somebody in sports and doing things outside of sports. Yes. So that that was mainly the topic outside of the Drake stuff, and uh, I mean that's. That's obvious, though. That's a that comes back to the shut up and dribble and all that stuff. Where you're not supposed to have a life outside of basketball, yeah. or outside of whatever your sport is, well, or whatever you do. Period. You're not supposed to be able. To, you're not supposed to have a um, a, a pain on anything outside of what it is that absolutely. you do. You're supposed to look towards a specialist for that situation, um, and that's how they would like to keep it that you just look towards specialists for whatever particular field so that you stay in your field and yeah. never venture out into anything else. And I'm, I'm, that was, that was the thing that stood out to most for the most for me. Um, but of course it was overshadowed by a more popular topic, if you will. Um, right. But that narrative right there. And, and so when you think about how evolution works, in 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 the world but in 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 industries right and sports in particular um the concept of the team is 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 what especially the team driven sports your football and and all that shit cool um but the the end of the individuality portion of it has always had this weird racial undertone and for a really long time, if you ever brought that up, you were just playing the race card. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it's beyond me how even with comments like shut up and dribble and and what do you really know? And these are the last people we want to hear talk about uh, intellectual topics. It It's hard for me to comprehend how people still aren't correlating the race element with those with with uh, with all that banter, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, where just in just culture to culture, from ethnicity to ethnicity, just outward communication thing, the th- communication things beyond nonverbal, are so dramatically different. Um, even even with even within subcultures within within cultures, you know what I'm saying? Like shit changes so much. So to collectively bring people together to, and to and to govern people under these um, these 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 generic ass this generic ass moral code has mm. always been weird in sports, and now athletes understanding their power, and I genuinely think that shit started starts with. With the Le- and it doesn't start with LeBron, like because he got it from a lot of places, but the the heights that he's taking it to is mm-hmm. is ridiculous, and it and you see it in how many of his peers are being empowered around him, and how he's embracing sort of that role of helping to empower them. Um, right, and which which ties into the topic of the Drake situation and yes. the route that, that Drake ended up taking. Um, and the the battle with uh, with pushing uh, good music and now um, you're going to be presented situations in life, and it's a matter of where you are on your on on your um, on your scale to that point. Yes. On how on how you react to it yes. and what you what you take from it, basically. Yes. So if you, if your reaction is closer to uh, primitive, uh, the very beginning of your uh, of your learning skill, then you still have a lot to still learn in order to, if that ever comes up again, yes. your reaction will be different towards it, yeah. uh, which will actually further you or, or push you um, a lot further. Um, period. Like yes. just as as a, as a person, as a person, and that kind of happened, like with you know with LeBron talking about. Uh, losing that finals and up to that point 
Uh, he he had lost before, but it was a different type of loss exactly. when you had some you had so many things on your on your side of the scale that yeah. you were supposed to win, and you ended up whether it's choking or whatever it could possibly be come whatever happened in that situation, it made you go into like look into yourself and grow. Yes. Uh, so from that, you got to think about the type of noise that was coming out. Uh, he's not as good as he, you know, he should never been crowned king, crowned king too early or he should never been crowned king in the first place. Uh, he's not Michael Jordan. He can never reach Jordan now because of the uh, the losses in the in the finals. And then that's what I talked about, too, in the, um, in our in our group text, um, the 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 idea of the Warriors, the having a team that's so so stacked against one person. After that type of situation he had with the Mavs, forces you to um, grow at a faster pace than you would have if you'd have just had things go in your favor the entire time. Exactly. You know what I mean, and that's kind of what what ended up happening, and what tra- crosses over to the to the Drake portion is just like if he'd have never had a rapper rapper come at him in that way with information, whether how they received the information was from him in a sneak way or whatever way it possibly could happen. That's whatever. That's, you know, that's part of the game. Yeah. But the fact that it happened in that way forced Drake to grow a lot more than if he had had another Meek Mill situation. Exactly. We'll we'll still be looking at Drake as, you know, whatever way we looked at Drake before that, we yeah. I, 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 it's kind of hard to respect what Drake was doing before that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I think with this move, it's just something that you're able to take a look at and be like, man, that's a that's a man move. Yeah. I, and that's all that's all you really ask for in life is that you get presented situations and you know how to you don't know how to deal with it, but the moves that you make, you can rock with, and that's because of the steps that you've taken through the process before that. That man, that that whole, that whole, the, the, all of the insight to that entire situation was so empower, uh, so impactful. Um, especially with my stance on it, because I was indifferent, right? The, the push Daytona, the album is an incredible piece of work to me, just as a hip hop hip hop fan. Um, the evolved version of me cringes at infrared because I just care about music or art being great and don't really care about the whole writing thing. I just don't. Um, mm-hmm. And it's crazy to admit that out loud, but that's the truth of it, G. If if the whole co-writing thing isn't a thing, we don't have some of our favorite shit. And yeah, and as we get more things that come out, man. Yeah, man, it's just, it's just like, like it's like it's like dog. It's like, but then it's we're not to erase our entire idea of yeah, music. Yeah, it's point, right? it's not it's not even that because I respect the idea of like, yo, you don't get to call yourself the best rapper. You don't get to call yourself top five if you have writers. I understand that concept, but with nothing being absolute, the joints the joints niggas want to jam to. Man, by all means, have at it. Go get some co-writer niggas on that and do that. But when it comes to getting in your bag and doing this rap shit, I've only ever been impressed with Drake's lyrical skills um, 100% because he's a Fonte baby. Fonte from Little Brother is, is is a God MC and may never be recognized by the masses like that, but because Drake is as big as he is, Fonte can rest easy forever because he, everything Drake is is because of fucking Fonte. Um, mm. And so with just that alone, Brez always had my respect. Just on that alone. No no more, no less, right? Mm. Now, in the context of good music, they're on, they've figured out the art of the machine and group efforts to make the best bodies of work. I don't give a fuck what you say. That music, the music's phenomenal when it's that many motherfuckers in on the writing process. Cool. So with that in mind, and you being one of the heads of that organization, you don't get to chime in on this no matter how you feel about it. I'm sorry. And so yeah. Infrared always just made me feel weird. As great as the song is, I was never able to fully celebrate it because it was just real contradictory of what establishment you're a part of. Mm-hmm. Um 
okay, but that's neither here nor there. Let's move past that. Drake has to respond because the shit, the buzz is big, and we don't. Again, we don't have the we don't have the insight that we do now. But fam has to respond. When Drake breaks it down, man, that shit was filthy. Bro. That shit's filthy. It's disgusting. Like but, when he broke that shit, when he broke that down to the timeline, dog. That, that, it, ma- it makes bro. That's that's lightly. That's that has to be it, irritating. It makes artist, irritating, and it makes you disgusted as a fan, dog. Like I, I was genuinely disgusted just on some human shit. Like right. Like there's there's already not enough. Like my whole thing is like safe space for men, especially men of color. I want safe space for everybody, but I feel like if men have safe spaces, they can work through some of their shit. And a lot of the the suicide rate amongst men of color, that shit would go down if niggas had a safe space, right? right. Not not even just a suicide, but some of the homicidal rate would go down if men had a safe space to work oh, out sure. their that's shit. Oh, for sure. That's what I that's what I ask you. Do you feel do you, do you feel like you're gonna hurt somebody? <laughs> or, do you feel like you're gonna hurt yourself? <laughs> hurt yourself. <laughs> those are those are back to back questions. <laughs> exactly. So with abusing safe space, man, that shit, that shit, that shit makes me cringe because we all need it. So. Fam doesn't have a safe space. He goes to someone he thinks he can confide in. Yo, this is my situation. This is the driving force for my inspiration for the record. And then that space and that trust is abused for a fucking chess move to to start to start the troll of of visibility and getting everyone's attention. I don't, I don't, don't package it as, package it as, oh, this is rap, this is, I don't want to hear none of that shit. This was a chess move in order to drive your visibility. I'm even cool with that. I'm like, I can, I can, I can understand that, but I can't get behind it because it's just disgusting. And for everything that they want to say about, about, about Drake, it's when, when the, when the thoughts are that clear, um, when your back is against the wall for the world to watch you fail and you know everyone is rooting for you to fail because it's more lucrative for everyone if you do fail and then you don't <laughs> what are the niggas are supposed to say yeah. what can anyone say to you after that and my my the one thing i went back to when that moment happened guess what verse i played the most for the just for the sake of perspective off of drug shit yeah I don't know. Fucking light up, G, from the first album. When Ho oh, Hove, Ho's verse on light oh, yeah. up, they don't come at you, man. When he tells him exactly <laughs> what's going to happen, like Hove prophesies all this shit for Drake. Mm-hmm. And it's weird because they have their subliminal black and back and forth, but it it never was going to get nasty. It, it was just that's the competitive shit I can respect. Where niggas are clearly not driving off emotion. It's just like, yo, fam. Like, now, I'll never forget the summer you broke your right hand or your right finger and you were in a cast all summer, but you were like, yo, I'm just going to get nice with my left. And we played in the backyard. And I got, and I, I had like game point and you just went on one and came back and won with your left hand. Nigga, I was so tight. I'll never forget that shit. But it wasn't nasty. We just played every day, all day, all summer. Till both of our left hands were nice as fuck, you know? Right. And that steel sharpened steel shit is how it should be, but it's so many niggas that are insecure that that shit rises, that right, it manifests in some weird way. And hearing that insight, it just sounded like a bunch of fucking insecure ass people to me. And yeah. I, it just, it just, I wasn't, I wasn't charged up by it. I wasn't excited about it. I was more so saddened by the shit. Cause you see, who everyone is taking their social cues from is a bunch of insecure motherfuckers, man. At the end of the day, that are just right. dealing, that are just dealing with human shit. Like it's it's normal to be that. Like I'm, I don't want to belittle anyone for being insecure. It's definitely a normal um, emotion. But in terms of what you think is cool, what you think is in style, who you think has the the dopest perspectives, and who you're attaching your horse to, and being so emotionally, who the masses are being emotionally manipulated by is someone who's ultimately insecure at the end of the day. Um, right. It just, it, I, don't, I don't know, man. I don't know how my weird-ass brain worked all the way back to that, but that's that's what happened in the process of watching that watching that episode of The Shop, G, for me. Nah, that's 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 what's sickening, and that's what that's what that's what it comes back to. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like that's that's as, that's as much as you can actually say about it. Yeah, it's, it's as simple as that. Is that folks are insecure and they 
and disguise their insecurity be- behind what they would say is a chess move. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Don't call it that. Niggas need Bro, to work like, their shit all out off of social media behind closed doors. Pick up the phone or pull up in person and work your shit out. But this niggas going straight to live stream and oh, I got uh, such and such nigga pull up. Da, 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 da. Like that just seems so fucking unhealthy at the end of the day like niggas which living out a, their whole which, lives which on, is unfortunately the the landscape that we have man and uh what was the other thing that i was thinking of too i was oh i was thinking of like the the amount of so let's see let's say something happens right uh how how hard it is but also how smart it is to just step away from it and 100%, allow it to be yes and then let something else come up yeah and just re-enter the situation with your dopeness again yes because that's really what is the if anybody just looks at whatever is going on in this climate it's as simple as that it's as simple as like that. it does it doesn't really matter what actually takes place if you're if you're doing it in your in in your right time so yeah. whatever whatever it is that you're dealing with or what's happening in your life if that's what if that's what it ends up getting to mainstream and everybody's against you step back well that's the gee that's the best part of that of that of that conversation where he goes you know what i'm not going to give you that energy i'm gonna put that energy back into me and then the exactly. songs the songs that he named that weren't recorded at that point in the scorpion process in my feelings, yeah, that's nuts. In my feelings, mob ties, and I'm upset. No, Those, nonstop and nonstop. That's crazy. That's, nuts. that's crazy. Nuts. When you just redirect and repurpose the fuel, like it's you, you 100% get to acknowledge being hurt, being pissed the fuck off, having that energy and wanting to see somebody about something. Like you get to have all of that, but after you work through that redirect all that shit back into you something that's gonna make you some bread and don't give niggas that shine you know as simple as that man that oh shit dude we could have did a whole episode just on that shit alone uh, <laughs> uh is there is just because there, we know we know so many people in so many so many situations true that that that's that's that, that no okay see now that that's, part on, that's on par with that's on par with everyday life man that's that's, Not, that's another that's another day in life. That part that part of it is that part of it is uh that part of it is is the, is is one hundred percent real and why and I think why that shit landed so close to home. Um mm. the I I I I one hundred percent had it at the front of my mind to start with the music because we got a we got a lot of music um this week, G. Uh Hey man, I got a question. Uh oh. Here we go. It's early. It's early as hell. Here we go. What we got? But where are we gonna put this LMA project at in R and B? You want we we don't make me do it at this this early though, because then I'm, know, I'm gonna man. get I'm gonna get roasted because we don't, we supposed to be the R and B niggas, but it's classic. I and I hate to be that guy, bro. That's not that's what I'm saying. I hate I, to be the classic if, if man. We don't put, gonna put. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if this is all her writing. If it if it, it is, don't ma- it don't matter. It don't matter. It don't matter. Okay, I'm sorry. Right. It don't matter because right. even all right. a lot of the albums we got in our classic shit, man, it ain't all they writing. G, I'm. I, that's what I mean. Like, oh my god, <laughs> that's what I mean, dog. I don't want to. I don't want to do the, cla- the 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 writing game. I just really, right, really like that. I really write like that album. Uh, LMA, but the melody is on point. Ella May's new joint, self titled. This is her debut. This is her official debut. Correct or no? Are we calling this? So. Our, are they calling this our debut? They, they, I think I believe so. And all the the pressure the pressure's there. The pressure was there to to, to deliver and to perform. And she and she over delivered. Like she could have got away. Executed to the Yeah, she could have got away with an okay album and been cool. I feel like a lot of those a lot of people that have hits as big as Boot Up get away with having a mediocre first record because the single was so big and she delivered front to back i didn't i enjoyed the, i i enjoyed the whole listen what well, I, I think it's like 46 minutes maybe uh it might be a little bit longer than that um but i enjoyed every second of it that's for damn sure um yeah, i'm in that i'm in that boat that was that was pretty simple did that you one. 
Did you get to? Goes right over to the classics for me. Did you get to? Uh, for R&B. Did you get the Hancho? Did you get the Quavo shit? I did get the Hancho. Hancho, it did exactly what I expected Hancho to do. I'm the same way. I'm the same way. I didn't expect. Like a lot. I, I, I didn't, didn't expect have. I didn't have high expectations at all for. When when it, when that dropped, I had no clue it was about to drop, so I didn't see anything that led up to that. I know he was dropping like singles, or whatever, but well, I I didn't have high expectations whatsoever. So I, it, gee, it I got think, right there. I think I might have been in the minority of people that thought a Quavo solo album would be would be a better effort than the Migos group record. Um, I think I think collectively they sound like a whole nother universe and. And this is a hot take, but individually, Quavo's not the best. <laughs> he's he's a he's amazing. I love him on records. I love him on feature records. I love when he does certain shit. But technically sound, I know this sounds mm-hmm. nuts. Takeoff might be the best in the group. No, that's not that's not tough. that's not uh, that's not crazy. Wrong. That's not crazy at all. Uh, he showed that he showed that culture too. So that's that's See, not a that's, dog. I take off can rap his ass off. I think I think Offset can rap his ass off too. Like and it's it's such that's a fun. it's such a unique cadence, and but where Quavo shines at is his his melodies and his harmonies and shit. So so they all collectively together, man. It's it ain't it ain't never been nothing like it. It'll never be nothing again. I think the only the only thing closest we can compare to compare it to is uh, Bone Thugs. Um, as a collective unit, what they're able to do with their voices and shit. So, I was never in the in the school of like Quavo's solo shit is gonna be out there. I think a I think a I think a solo of a takeoff and Offset would be really fucking dope. Just because they could like um, shout out to Soundtrack and Zine and they do these remixes where they'll take they'll take the standard like a, a Amigos joint or they'll take a Ray Shrimmer joint. They'll take something with Gucci. They'll take a future record and they'll put it over some boom bap shit. And when you get to hear their cadence up against some boom bap drums, you go, nigga, this shit is like fail proof. So like a off, like a fucking offset in a uh, in a DJ Khalil project would be stupid. That's some nerd shit, but I just I I don't know why I went there. Uh, <laughs> my, my, my that's that's money once, man. Somebody somebody get somebody get that done, man. Uh, uh, did you uh, we you know we hella skipped over and I felt really bad was the tip the tip record uh, T.I.'s that was a good project the dime trap shit and did you you listen you did listen to it huh yeah that was a good project I heard it first first, let's start with why you listen to it is tip one of those people that demands a a listen from you because of what he's done every time okay I'm in the same boat Whenever I see, and even even if I've been down on the last few records, he's be, be, for trap music alone, my nigga. He gets a listen from me every time, no matter what he's doing, because trap music, Urban Legend, and King is one of the most awesome three album runs that we've ever had. Um, oh yeah, and it's super. I don't know. It's, I, it's probably not over uh, underrated. I think a lot of people acknowledge that's one of the more special three album runs, and then. Uh, you can find re- there's really really high the high moments of Ti versus Tip are really fucking high too, um, mm-hmm. but that three album run of trap music, Urban Legend, and fucking King, I'd put up there with the Eminem three album run, the DMX three album run, the Wayne three album run. Um, shit, is that it for rap albums? Mm, yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not, and that's and that, and 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 people, listeners, don't get it confused. Like, there's we're talking about three album run consecutively. That's not easy. It's not easy to do. And even some of your favorites and some of our people that occupy, you know, the top spots, didn't do it. You know, um, is Pac, does Pac have a three album run that we can honestly say? Because it's I well, I, me against the world, all eyes on me. And Machiavelli is three consecutive albums, but I don't know where everybody lands on Machiavelli in its entirety. And then I don't know if everybody consider All Eyes on Me as special as I would and Me Against the World. So it's hard, it's, a, it's a stretch for Pac to put him in that three-album run. Big didn't have three albums, obviously. Um, oh, I'm going to get killed because I'm missing somebody. Gee, who am I missing? Oh, yay. My bad. Um, 
three if we're talking about consecutive albums. Um, yeah, yeah, I got three. Yeah. Are we missing anyone? With three, with three, where you can go three back to back. Hove doesn't Ooh. have three, not for me, not three consecutive no. ones that are unanimously uh, classics. They're either yeah, you, know, you, you know my Hove take, man. I'm. I didn't get the whole to like four forty four. Yeah. So, but that I mean, but a lot in in fairness, though, in fairness to to people that we grew up with, I shouldn't have. I shouldn't technically love Hove as much as I do because of how sophisticated it was, and I probably shouldn't have been listening to that shit that early. Um, but I just remember. This is te- this is this is telling a lot, but uh, I remember. One of the one of the, one of one of your pops, one of your pops people, you know, pops would here, he'd have had one of the homies, one of the one of the homies he fucked with, fucked with on some other shit, come swoop us, just to get us from A to B if we needed some, if he couldn't get to it, right? And so right. he had one of the one of his partners pull up and get me from get me to practice one time, and he was listening to Reasonable Doubt, but it was. Mm-hmm. It was how he was responding to some of the shit that Hove was saying on Reasonable Doubt. So I, I remember uh, that that'll definitely do it because I definitely have had I've been in cars with people that have listened to some shit and I would have never listened to it exactly. before. I've heard it before and I even I didn't fool with it, but when they heard it and how they responded to it did make me exactly. And so I think it was like, and it wasn't even one of the one of the singles off it. It was it was either it was an album cut. So it was either Can I Live. Or um, or feeling it where bro was just in his own. He was, you know, niggas lean to the left on the on the door and just got and, and clearly in deep thought, but like vibing and like certain lines. He just make that face like, damn, this nigga's kicking my life, you know. And mm-hmm. and I remember going home that day and be like, yo, I I need to get this record and completely bootlegged it from one of my god brothers homies who had the CD. And I sat in front of the stereo and dubbed a tape from CD, A Reasonable Doubt, and listened to that shit till it, <laughs> listened to it till it broke. Um, we get, see, here we go on a tangent again. Um, <laughs> Got you talking talk, about home. Yeah, we talked about, we talked about music. We didn't, gee, we honestly didn't have a lot. I just wanted to get on the phone with my dog. And there's, there's a lot that fucking happened. Um, but there wasn't there wasn't much, man. I think there's a lot of stuff happening in politics right now that does not concern me. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> exactly. I'm so bro, glad you like, said it. Yeah. No, oh, man, like this is an uproar about you, shit. No, you know what we can get to is is the real What's shit. Up? Is What's up? what side? Who side you on? You on Cat and Wiggins side or you on Jimmy Butler side, dog? I'm on Jimmy all day, bro. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I'm on Jimmy because Jimmy just being a real one that worked dumbass hard and doesn't get the climate. And so I just I understand that part. And also I wouldn't want to play for Thibodeau either, man. Like Thibodeau for sure takes like five years off your life. Off your lifespan. Der- I I e Derrick Rose. I e Joe Kim Noah. I e I e Taj Gibson. Nigga, anybody that's played for Tib <laughs> for more than two seasons, bro, like you are you are taking years off your life. Well. That's a that's a conversation that is rarely had, right? So, people who are who are athletes and former athletes understand the political scope or breakdown within the confines of their sport, right? And so, what I think is unanimous and like sort of universal is that in each field or each sport, there are those players that are naturally gifted and like born to do something, and if they apply minimal effort will get seen as the favorites in that particular field. And then there are those people who aren't as athletic, who aren't as tall, who don't really fit the fit the build that work their ass off and and get in and, and so cuz a lot of what what people don't know is that a lot of that shit even high school to college is a lot of people getting pushed through and getting access to certain things where it could be argued that even someone who has the physical makeup, because because they they look the part, they get to go work out with the top trainer, strength coach, shooting coach, all the shit, right? But if you take somebody who doesn't necessarily look the part and you give them that same access, we don't we don't know what happened, and we right. see we see those players every so often where I feel like 
Draymond didn't fit the build. Anybody that saw Draymond in college would go, damn, this ain't even the same person. But he had that dog in him. Uh, Jimmy is a lot in the same way where it feels like they had to fight a little bit more for everything they got and weren't nationally ranked and all the shit, right? Yeah, and that shit never leaves you. And it never leaves you, especially if you make it to that point in the NBA where you get a where you get close to a max deal. And and now now you're trying to get your max deal. You've watched how it played out with Isaiah, because Isaiah Thomas is one of those players who didn't fit the mill and had the mold and had to work for everything he everything he was he got and do and dude was a series away from a max deal and got fucked. We're talking yeah. we're talking upwards of a hundred at, at the very least a hundred million. He may have not gotten 140, but 100, uh, hey, 100, 100 to 140, dog, is get, is getting fucked. I don't know. I don't care how you look at it. And 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 everyone trying to make it a Jimmy versus Cat and versus Wiggins, it ain't even about them. He ain't tripping off them. It's the organization. And and because Wiggins and, and Cat got their bread. And Jimmy's like, yo, fam, I put in work and – and confines of what y'all need from me in this sport and amongst this team, I'm irreplaceable. And now you're trying to get rid of me. Or you're not trying to pay me and I'm not having it. And so I loved I loved the reports of it coming out of Jimmy having the meeting and being like, Y'all fam, this ain't about y'all. This is one hundred percent my beef with the with the organization. Like that's where I'm at with it. Um and uh, yeah, I still don't, I still don't see why Andrew Wiggins got his got his bread. <laughs> Are you dog is is I haven't I've no nah, that's you not could true. Been, you could have been you could have been let Wiggins go, bro. Like if, if somebody's gonna pay him max and you could have got something well, in that place, you watch a lot. You watch a lot of and then because because uh, the Timberwolves for a long time have been a league pass team because they always had a few of those cats that were just fun to watch. And um, Wiggins, have you watched enough of them to diagnose what it is? Because he's physic physically, he's got everything. Yeah, but it, it it was that stigma for uh, for like Canadian players. Uh, it's only a few that actually has like you can. It's just it's just the lo- the area that you come from. Yeah, you, you're not going to have the dog in you. You're gonna ha- you can have the talent, but you're not gonna have the dog portion. Well, and with with Wiggins, he he doesn't have the uh, like the desire uh, to maximize his talent. Well, R.J. Barrett didn't get that Canadian memo because that nigga's a dog. Yeah, R.J. Barrett, you got uh, what's the the uh, the point guard for um for the uh, for the Seventy Sixers? Uh, um, not Markel. Markel ain't Canadian. Markel Fultz. Not Markel. Oh, Markel. Ben, ben Simmons. Is, ben, Simmons. Ben, ben Simmons is Australian. That ain't Canadian. That, Australian. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, nah, nah, he was gonna. Right, ben Simmons gonna have right, dog. Right. Australians fight anything and everyone. Like he was gonna have some dog in. Yeah, they, they bare knuckle. What's up? <laughs> uh, wait, wait. Was Delhi bare knuckle southpaw? Was was Delhi in, in 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 WCC when you were there? Yeah. Oh my gosh, what was it like playing against Deladova? Bro, this nigga, bro. He he he's going for injuries. He he was a, he was more of a rugby player. Rugby that, and, and they all have that in them just naturally. Even Patty Mills and they, and, is and St. Mary's that. kept getting them. St. Mary's was getting people streamlined yeah. from Australia. Yeah, St. Mary's has a St. Mary's College in Moraga, California, has a pipeline to Australia, and they get first dibs on Australian players. <laughs> first dibs. I'm so sure. surprised that Ben Simmons didn't end up at St. Mary's. Yeah, <laughs> bro. Ben Simmons at St. Mary's is nuts. I just want to point that out. <laughs> I just want to point that out to you. Uh, that that would be nuts. But yeah, nah, that's 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 just what it is, though. Wiggins, he just doesn't have the desire to. To reach his full potential. Oh man, G. But he's gonna. But he's. But he's gonna. He's gonna continue to get max bread because of his talent level. Yeah. That's just gonna happen. And he's gonna continue to irritate his teammates because he's gonna continue to shoot nineteen uh, foot jump shots. Runners. You're not shooting a three point. You're not shooting a three pointer or a mid mid range. Hella, hella, right at the, right at the three point line. Hella runners. <laughs> oh come on. Hella man. hella buff ass runners too. <laughs> oh man, nah, man. We uh, what we what we do on time? G, how we do? Let's see. We hold it down. Oh yeah, we we did. We killed it. Um, a lot of big shit coming up. We uh, should we? I, I mean, we're gonna be announcing. Vi- we're gonna be uh, adding vid- consistent video as a feature for the show. Big up, big up us for that. Um, yes, yes. 
and we're working on a few other things. I think we should sort of save and kind of roll out in, in due time. This ep- Poe not being available this episode is I'll, I'll take the blame for it. Um, but I think everybody should hit Poe. Hit Poe on Instagram and tell him how much he was missed on this episode because his perspective is like hella out there. <laughs> he, he, he is the one with the blacked out screen, so don't think that it's not. Don't, don't think that's not him. Yeah. that's a fake page. That's the actual. <laughs> that that Poe definitely don't have shit in his Abby. He just got a black. It's a blank black screen. Bro, we, we got a unique cast member, man. We, this was a very unique cousin, man. We, I appreciate it. Well, gee, give us a give us uh, our, the, the, I will finish with that. Give us give us your update. On being part of social media now, it's been what has it been a legit two months now, two three months? Yeah, I'm already on my way back out. You over you over it already? I I'm I'm so over it. It, 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 it that was like a like a record too. Like I literally was in it for maybe a month, and then and it just I've slowly been phasing out. I've been watching. I've just, been watching. Just just phase all the way out to the point where I might check it every once in a while. But yeah, I might. <laughs> I'm cool. <laughs> I I saw it coming. I I to keep it a buck with you. I'm in the same space of like trying to figure out how to you know how to because because part of you can't really do it, man. That's what, you are you are really a public figure, so and that's you can't and, really do it. And that's what I'm saying. Like I I, I have to stay, but I want to figure out a healthy way because it's just not healthy. Like no, that's real. That's everybody real. having this much access to you, that you being it's me, you being like the Apple giving you the addition to see your phone usage now scared the shit out of me. Exactly. exactly. Oh my god. Now I just don't want to be on my phone that much. You know, I it's too that's many, the, that's the thing. That's the thing for me is that it's. It's, it's a health port. It's a health. Exactly. Where, where, what, is, what is the healthy median of, of being in a, in something that's not real yep. to something that's real? A flip phone. And exactly. So, <laughs> a razor. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not going that far. Any, any, I, would love, I would love to bring back the next show, Chirp, though. The chir- either the Chirp or the Sidekick. I'm on it. Aim, yeah, aim wasn't giving me this much anxiety. I tell, I promise you. That. <laughs> aim, aim was not. You got to control your friends list, and you had to be, actually really be friends. You know, you didn't give I'm just anybody you your aim. You got to control the friends <laughs> list. So I'm. Can we get aim back popping? Somebody, please. And I still, nigga. What was your aim screen name? Don't lie. Bro, I don't, I don't even don't remember. Lie. It might it might, have, it might have been Boog or something. Like it Boog, was whatever it was. my number my, whatever my number was at the time. But LG tw- L Boog twenty or something like that. Book Mine was so trash. That's how I know y'all didn't fuck with me. Y'all let me have that screen name forever. What you do, man? What, what you do some like Black Panther shit? <laughs> Black what, Panther name, shit. Man? I wish it was. <laughs> I wish my shit was some Black Panther shit or a, or a Wu Tang name generator for an aim name. <laughs> my shit was so trash, bro. It's and it was my original aim. My like when we got AOL, when we got our gateway, that was the first mm-hmm. screen name I made, and I kept kept it all the way through freshman year of college when I got rid of my. Sidekick, I'm trash for that. Oh, by the way, oh, you was on there for a minute. Yeah, I had my I had my sidekick to o o eight g. Is that crazy? Oh shit! Accessibility, man. That yeah, you you might really want Damn. that one back. Wait a minute, did I have my sidekick? <laughs> g. <laughs> that was a good minute, nigga. When niggas had the lanyard for the sidekick, remember that? You had the mm-hmm. you had the sidekick around your neck. No, bro. Oh, no, so now you're going to leave me out. Nigga, okay, I see I see how you do. I see. <laughs> you're not even my mans. How you going to leave me hanging like that? I'm not even lying to you, bro. I can't, I can't wait, even jump in on it. But wait, you, didn't, you, know, you, know, normally, you know, normally niggas try to pretend like they fuck with you. Dog, you just got real radio silent on me. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even know that was a thing. My bad, bro. He was my like, bad. oh, this is Monty tripping. Like, no. <laughs> Oh yeah, but anybody, anybody on the floor, <laughs> anybody, you know, you fighting, know I'll be jumping out of shit, man. Anybody fighting a good fight of bringing sidekicks back, where your, where your guys. Um, but this is this, man, shit, good episode, G. Thanks for being, thanks for for being available, Poe, nigga. It, last week is your last week, man. That's it, and we and man, we man. and we gonna start auditioning replacements. We should have an audition. Po we should have this episode. open audition to see what's good. Yeah, anybody, any anybody, send your uh, send your resume, DM your resume to meet the Brave Podcast uh, on IG, and we'll and we'll filter through the applications. Man, we gonna open have open auditions. Well, uh, probably we'll, we'll drop we'll we'll drop a pin and get y'all the location. It'll be real secret, man. We gotta find a new host because Poe Wilder. 
<laughs> nah, man, this is good because I got other things on his agenda, man. Because <laughs> I appreciate you, man, and then uh, we'll be we'll be back in the same space uh, next week. And uh, but I appreciate you always, man. Most definitely, man. You take care of yourself in Napa, Wyoming. Yeah, in Napa, Wyoming. I'm on my. I'm, <laughs> we on our good music shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cuz. All right, okay. All right. Love, love. Love, man. This has been Meet the Brave. Uh, your host, Monty Draper. No IGLG. And as always, our brother Juan Poe. And we'll see you guys next week. Peace. <laughs>